And we are live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Horizon Weekly Insider number 117. Today is Monday, December 20th of 2021. Thanks for joining us live here on Discord and YouTube. And please be aware that this call is being recorded and will also be available for you to check out later in our Horizon podcast as usual. Also, please remember to ask your questions for the team on Menti. Uh, and we will uh, answer the top three at the end. We will provide here on the chat section the link for you to ask us. Let's kick it off right away with our first update as usual from the engineering department. I'll welcome Luca. Welcome Luca. Thank you Angie. So let's start with an update about the circuit for the C sidechain withdrawal functionality. So first of all, the circuit is near to its conclusion. Every part of the circuit development has been addressed except for a small part that needs to be updated due to a little incompatibility between the Java side and Rust side. Uh, let's say that we discovered during the integration with the, the Blaze SDK. Um, just to go a little bit further, uh, there is a small inconsistency between how Java through the Bouncy Castle library and Rust through our own implementation handle the public and private key pairs. And this prevents from, uh, let's say, the circuit from verifying this, the keys generated uh, from the Java SDK. Uh, but for this, we have already found the root cause and we are working on a change that is expected to be ready in the next few days. In the meanwhile, all the unit tests on the Rust code for internal consistency have been developed and are working fine. Moreover, we are also continuing with the integration testing and also obviously we will proceed with the code reviews and the second level of reviews uh, for the circuit is starting soon. Then for what regards the other deliverables coming later on the proving system side, we have completed the impl implementation of the D-Log accumulator that we mentioned in the previous episodes of the Weekly Insiders. And on the other hand, on the SDK side, we have completed the first level of code review of storage that supports versioning and transactions. Uh, the related changes that were requested uh, during the code review process are ongoing, and we plan to finish applying uh, these changes in the next few days, after which we will uh, proceed with the next round of code reviews. Uh, last but not the least, also the, uh, to cover the uh, products part, last week we um, also continued, uh, continued activities related to the sidechain products, such as ZK Audit and GameChain, especially for what regards the code reviews and the related changes that are ongoing, after which we will uh, again continue, uh, continue uh, with the next level of code reviews. Uh, that's it for today, Angie, so back to you. Thank you, Luca. Next, we have Rohan for the BD and operations updates. Good morning, everyone. Um, just want to keep it short, but there's a ton of activity that's going on. So want to make sure you get a glimpse of it all. Uh, the past seven weeks have been quite a whirlwind. So just from the quick announcement side of things, we have hired a new BD associate, Alejandro Castillo will be starting with us on December 27th. And uh, he'll be introducing himself at our next uh, weekly insider. And we, in addition to uh, the BD associate, we are continuing to hire two more BD managers and a blockchain research strategist. Both, both of those job, job descriptions are available at our, uh, on our hiring page as well. And all of this comes on the heels of our rapid growth within the partnership pipeline. 
uh, as the community must be aware of our Bold Ape fungible token launch that we're working closely. There are four more other partnerships that are in the pipeline uh, under the wraps and we are finalizing the terms that will be announced shortly early next year. So super excited uh, to bring those partnerships and continuing to work within the NFT and tokenization space. Um, in addition to that, we are also exploring use cases with a public company in the U.S. around counterfeit within the CPG market. So that's another exciting piece of uh, news. Uh, we are also in conversation with regional players in Guatemala, which includes uh, universities, public and private sector opportunities. So our partner in BD Pipeline continues to grow, um, and we are continuously looking to hire new uh, talent. So <clears throat> please, if you know anyone within your network, do refer to us and I'll keep you posted with more updates uh, in the next week and also definitely in the new year as well. Back to you, Angie. Thank you, Rohan. And I believe next is Vanu for some more updates. Thanks, Angie. Thanks, Rohan. Um, previously, we announced the Zen Perpetual integration on Bybit Exchange. And this integration has been extended to include the spot trading as well as fully functional wallet, meaning that Deposits and withdrawals of Zen are also working. And Bybit is a top 15 exchange by CoinMarketCap and CoinGecko rankings, just to remind. And we are happy to welcome them to Zen ecosystem. And this also means that Zen's reach has been extended to new crypto users as well. That's all from me. Back to you, Angie. Thank you, guys. And next, we have Erika for the marketing updates as well as the community updates. Hey everyone, happy Monday and happy holidays. Uh, so today I'm pleased to announce that the payments for the Zendu mainnet launch party quizzes have been sent out. I appreciate everybody and their patience as we sorted out some issues that we had around it. Um, so we'll also be reaching out to the swag winners today uh, via email. So uh, be sure to look out for emails uh, from me. So uh, this past week, we've been focused on preparing for upcoming partnership announcements. And we have a few announcements that are coming up and we're really excited to share them with you when the time is right. Uh, a lot of you have been asking more about these announcements, when they'll be coming out, uh, some details about the partnerships. Uh, however, we don't have set dates for announcements yet, uh, but look for them in the coming weeks. A lot of you have asked me for, for those details, and unfortunately, I'm just not brave enough to kind of uh, get a talking to from Dean. So um, any bean spilling that you're going to get, you'll have to uh, get those beans spilled from Rob. Unfortunately, I think he's the only one brave enough to, to do that. Um, so additional information uh, about what we're doing right now is that we have a swag sale going on until December 31st. Uh, I hope that you guys uh, all check it out. It's a buy one, get one free on Zen Swag. We also released two new articles last week from Toju, one on why privacy technologies are the missing link to achieving blockchain scalability and another about Blaze and discovering your blockchain use case with it. I highly recommend reading both articles. They have a lot of really great information about Zendu and the Blaze SDK. Thank you all. That's that's all from me. Back to you, Angie. Thank you so much, Erica. Uh, now let's welcome Rob for the leadership updates and the Q&A session. Hi, everyone. Thank you for the updates thus far. Um, pretty exciting insider for a holiday week here. 
Uh, and thank you for everyone for joining us and following the project. It has been a, a ridiculously good year. I mean, for crypto period, but for Horizon specifically, uh, we've really come a, a long way this year. Last Weekly Insider, we did a, a recap of the year, some of the major developments, and we also talked about the, the big uh, 2022 tech strategy. And I mentioned two important things. There, there's a very robust roadmap, but two specifically uh, were tokenization chain that is coming soon, so imminently. This is um, a major product that the product engineering team is working on right now. And uh, really what we get from it is the ability to launch our own fungible and non-fungible NFTs in Horizon, right? So this is a really big deal for us, a major step forward. The next big thing is an EVM chain, right? So getting this EVM chain to market is going to be a critical part of our growth in 2022. And I had some great feedback actually from some community members. I won't name names here, but I really do appreciate when people you know, reach out to me directly and give me feedback on things that you hear on these calls, as an example. And one of the things, the questions was, uh, why is the EVM so important for us? Why are we doing this? Why aren't we focusing on our own native technologies and just continuing down that path? So the answer is, and, and why we're making such a big deal out of the EVM, is the compatibility into just what is going on in crypto, that explosion of everything that's going on out there in the rest of the industry is important because there's a lot that's been, that has been happening in crypto uh, over the last several years in particular that, uh, quite frankly, I, I'm really anxious on catching up on. Everything in DeFi, everything in the NFT marketplace, really everything that's been going on in crypto, we need to get this ecosystem compatible with and immediately. So rather than building out one chain at a time for specific things, rather than worrying about one Oracle at a time or one AMM at a time, what we want to do is, is just fast track that with compatibility so that everything that has already been developed outside of our ecosystem, in particular in Ethereum, we can just port over. Uh, and maybe, maybe the same projects specifically won't come over and build immediately, but the code bases are out there. This is all open source and open source world that we live in right now. And all of that is up for grabs to bring over into the Horizon ecosystem at this point. Um, so that's why we're focusing on, on the VM chain. And, you know, another point in that uh, exchange that I had with the community member, member was, um, why didn't I mention anything about main chain improvements? Because having a robust and modern world-class main chain is a big part of what we're doing, right? So we've been focusing on side chains and this entire last year has been focused specifically on Zendu. Um, but it goes beyond that. Like we have to also think about the main chain and think about improving that um, with important updates over time. So we can't forget about the main chain and only focus on side chains. Uh, there is something to say about having just, uh, you know, what has worked in the past and our code base on the main chain comes from Bitcoin originally. So that's a very robust code base. But there have been many developments in crypto over the last several years that, you know, it, it would be uh, imprudent to ignore. Um, so we we are absolutely thinking about how we will modernize the main chain. It's just we wanted to focus on a, a couple of specific side chains, first of all, like tokenization and EVM, so that we can catch up with on the, the product side. So we so everything that you, you find interesting in other crypto ecosystems, you will be able to do in Horizon once we, we get these two important side chains out there. But we're also thinking about what we're going to do with the main chain next. And this is, uh, we, we have several ideas that are all exciting. And, um, you know, just to, to say some of them so that you guys understand, you know, what's on the, the table potentially. Um, 
I'll, I'll just tell you, I, I think the database size for the main chain is getting too unwieldy, like too large, right? And you know, there's a reason for it. You know, just a, a UTXO based blockchain like Bitcoin does grow just by its very nature. It grows significantly over time. Like the Bitcoin blockchain is you know, very difficult to run on a normal computer these days, if not impossible. And we're going to get there too, if we don't do anything about it. But in our situation, it's even worse because we have shielded transactions in the shielded pool. And then all of the challenges that we have on the node system have been a big burden on just the database size of our blockchain. And this is something that if we do not address it in the call it relatively near to intermediate future, it will impact our decentralization of this project. Right. So this is something that we know we have to tackle. And there's several ways we're going to tackle it. Right. So one, we have to reconsider the shielded pool. This is something we've talked about for a while. Will the shielded pool go on a side chain? Is is this even, you know, something that the, the project, the community wants to have strategically long term? Is this project about the shielded pool anymore? Or will we be moving over to you know, a sidechain type of environment where we have our big innovation? Um, so there's a lot to consider there uh, in one second. Sorry. Okay. And okay, so the other big thing that we have to consider is um, with, with scaling is recursion. So we've learned a lot by building Lattice the, the sidechain SDK lattice that's still in development, but recursion means being able to reference the previous uh, previous transactions block in a succinct way so we don't have to keep building out our database for blockchain. So this is one way that Mina, as an example, has been leading the way in terms of their main chain. So the Mina main chain is designed to be compact, succinct, because they use recursion. So snark-based recursion, and we are going to do something very similar with lattice. A little different, but very similar. And we've learned a lot that I would love to apply these innovations to our main chain going forward, right? But this is still a lot of work from our team that is you know, currently overburdened with all of the stuff that we have in our pipeline, but it's on our list of things that we, we, we want to do at some point. Uh, and then something else that we can consider is our consensus, right? So we're doing proof of stake on side chains already. Uh, proof of stake seems to be more importantly over time in the industry, um, that's an option. Currently, we have Nakamoto consensus with proof of work. Maybe we keep that, right? Maybe we keep it by just modernizing it. Maybe there's something we can do to make it more efficient. Avalanche has an interesting consensus, right? So there are many other innovations that have happened on the consensus front over the years since Bitcoin launched, right? So we, we probably need to have a comprehensive look at how can we modernize our own main chain? It, should we be looking at you know, potentially improving our consensus over time? Anyway, so these are really heavy questions and I don't have all the answers. In fact, I actually don't want to have all the answers. I don't think I should. Um, I don't think this team should unilaterally have all of the answers. And this is why we're working on our governance as well and why it was really easy, low hanging fruit to focus on side chains because it enabled us to kick these major like ecosystem governance decisions down the road to the point where we actually have legitimate you know, consensus based, you know, just human consensus within our ecosystem where we can gauge community sentiment, have the community directly involved in decision-making rather than having a team make these kinds of decisions. This is why we focus on the side chains because it was easy, low-hanging fruit where we can really catch up our ecosystem, transition from being a, a cryptocurrency-based system to being an actual programmable blockchain or system of blockchains. We've done that. Now we're focusing on the first few big ones while we're simultaneously, we kicked off a, a special task force for HCC, the Horizon Community Council, 
so we can really get this up and going. Right? We, we've had interest in you know, specific community members who have done a great job just stepping up and laying the foundations for HCC. But now it's time to actually get you know, a legal team in there, launch an organization, think about this from a global perspective on global governance and how we, we are actually going to do this and how we're going to scale this into 2022 and make HCC actually a source of community involvement, engagement, sentiment, aggregation, and also decision making. Um, so that's ongoing as well. And really the goal here is kind of like one big orchestra we're trying to do some with many things happening simultaneously. But as we're completing these really big ecosystem catch-up things like tokenization, EVM, smart contracting, and so forth, as we get them online, we're working simultaneously on our, our overall global governance. And then, you know, when we're ready to pivot our technical resources towards important decisions like how are we going to modernize the main chain? What are we going to do about the shielded pool, right? How are we going to make things faster, more succinct, and so forth? These are decisions that I really believe we need community consensus on. And that's why we're focusing on HCC now as a path towards DAO and something that in the very near future, we're going to have legitimate community decision making on rather than a team that makes these decisions unilaterally. That's not something that we've ever wanted to do and why we've always punted really important macro decisions uh, to the community, why we haven't changed any of the consensus stuff, why we haven't changed you know, mining algorithms, why we haven't changed block reward splits. We've deferred all of these things because we want to have more credible governance out there so that we know that these decisions are being made by the community broadly and not by specific stakeholders that might just have a louder voice um, today, right? So anyway, that, that's uh, a lot that is on the horizon for us, right? And just we, we, are, we can close out this year in a really big way. So 2021 really was powerful. This was the year we went beyond a cryptocurrency. We have launched the most flexible and scalable sidechain system in, in the market, Zendu. Now it's time to really make use of it. We've raised a lot more capital as an ecosystem, not just with Zen going up, but also with Horizon Labs raising money, Pipeline raising money, right? So we have other partners out there who have come in and provided capital to grow this ecosystem. Now with uh, MXC coming in with the Pioneer Fund, allocating $100 million and, and focusing a lot of that in Horizon, we have key partners who have come in, right? We've built out our team significantly. We've launched an entire new center in New York City. We've hired over 30 new team members this year. Right? We've added major exchange listings, integrations, Coinbase, as an example. Uh, and we've brought on really powerful partners and investors in, you know, to use our, use our uh, technology. DCG more than doubled down you know, with investments in our ecosystem this year. Grayscale released the HZen product. So we are one of... You know, less than a dozen products that are available in U.S. brokerage accounts. You know, with with that Grayscale product, we brought on crazy partners like the Board Ape Yacht Club, Celsius, Symbiont, Dash, Iota, Hedera, and many, many more to actually be users of our technology, right? In advance of even delivering the products in our ecosystem. Now it's time to do fast catch up. And this is why, again, going back to the original questions about why are we focusing on tokenization and EVM, is fast catch up. Right, but then we're going to continue powerful innovations like Lattice, like full recursion, decentralization of our side chains, uh, and we'll also turn our attention towards modernizing the main chain. We're going to continue scaling our talent and empowering our community into 2022, and then opening governance. Right, so that's the the last final point there, where when we open up governance, and 2022 is going to be a big year for that, then we can make some more important decisions, and we'll have the resources in, in place to actually action those decisions. 
So we can say we want to do anything in the world, but unless we have resources there and available and trained, um, ready to do these things, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. So 2021 has been huge for us. I think as a, as a community, we can close out this year really happy with how everything went you know, from just the crypto market in general, but also how we've grown as our own ecosystem and how we're going to really scale massively in 2022. So anyway, I'll stop here and we can open it up to any Q&A that may have come through on Menti. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rob, for the leadership updates and uh, totally agree. This has been a great year so far. Um, so the first also, thank you for the community for contributing with your questions. So let's review the top three. Um, the first one is when 2022 roadmap. And great question. Uh, I'll say I'm probably the biggest slacker on that. We have it. We, we just need to publish it. Uh, but you guys have heard the main items from it that we're going to focus on. And then from there, we have uh, a bunch of sub items that kind of like the way we do roadmaps are we have intense, you know, three to six month goals. And then we have more reach goals that are out there. Uh, we have both in this roadmap. It's a really good one. It's going to catch us up and push us forward, importantly, on some key innovations. Um, so great question. I'll take that action. Stop slacking. We'll get it out there for you guys. Awesome. The second question is, uh, is the major partnership, Rob keeps mentioning a metaverse partnership? We do. We do have uh, some of that actually in our pipeline. And I thought Rohan was going to spill the beans today, but he's actually uh, super professional and didn't didn't uh, release any information. Erica didn't want the wrath of Dean on her, so she didn't either. Uh, but we have some really good ones. And, and just to say, we do have that um, kind of sports gaming uh, partnership we we're talking about. We have a big wine partnership that I mentioned earlier in the year that actually was paused and actually we're kicking off again. We have major brands that are coming into the, the ecosystem, really like things that are going to be heavy loads and scale on our sidechain system. And then just a lot of other partners that are coming in. I mean, similar to the Board API Club, a very prestigious brand in the NFT space. We actually have a bunch of others um, getting ready to go live or announce to you guys as well. So there's a lot. A lot there from metaverse to NFTs to you know using our, our sidechain SDK to ZK audit um, to you know bread and butter token launches right so th there's a lot in the pipeline for us and excited to share that with you guys when we can. Great and the third and final question is what are you looking for in a candidate for the new BD positions? Oh wow actually let me let me punt this to Rohan because he's actually been doing a phenomenal job uh, hiring. So bringing out Rohan was a key development for us as a team, and now he's really just taking it to the next level. So Rohan, do you want to share what you're looking for? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there are a couple of different opportunities that are available, uh, right? So one is on the BD manager side, and the other one is on the blockchain strategist uh, role. So on the BD manager side, we're looking for someone who's uh, super passionate about the space, blockchain, crypto, uh, and managing our, you know, ever-growing, exponentially growing partnership pipeline and being able to, uh, you know, present uh, both Horizon Labs and what are some of the updates that we are seeing in the entire space and help identify new opportunities for us as we continue to grow and create uh, strategic verticals for us to target uh, in 2022 and beyond. And on the blockchain research strategist side, it's this is would be a more... Uh, for someone who is in prior research within the financial services, investment banking role, uh, who can help create more succinct um, uh, research 
thesis for us in terms of uh, what are some of the patterns in the market, whether it be the NFT space or in the DeFi space, um, and help us with you know token engineering models, uh, the token economics models. As we, as as Rob was mentioning, uh, we're looking into that space quite heavily as well uh, as we grow our team. So this would be little more technical but not as technical that we need someone with a quantitative research background per se um and uh, yeah if there's any specific questions i can answer around like what those role and requirements are feel free to reach out to me directly as well but both those openings should be available uh with the job description and what are the core skills we're looking for available online too um hopefully that's not a long-winded answer and that answers uh, uh to uh what what the community's been looking forward to Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Rohan and Rob, for answering the, the questions. Um, so that's it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us, our weekly insider. We wish you all very happy holidays, and we'll see you all, all in our next uh, weekly insider. Have an excellent week. Bye-bye.